This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, time to share with the group. What do you think was underrated in 2019? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We also have a nice little MyTalk 1071 app that you can listen to us 24-7 with that. Colleen and Bradley are off today. So, Bradley, let's get the lay of the land here in the in-between. Bradley, he's filling on the in on the morning show. Okay. Colleen has taken a couple of days off with the kids and the fam. I'm here. I'm Holly. Sonny's here. Mm-hmm. And Abby is here. So, Yay! yes, exactly. We got a ladies afternoon. It's ladies afternoon. And <laughs> we're feeling pretty good. Uh, so we want to talk about underrated pop culture things from okay. 2019. Okay. Now, it could be a TV show that you watched that you love that nobody else watched. Okay. It could be a movie that you caught and nobody else watched it. Like, what ah. was underrated in 2019 for you? What was really uh, exciting for you that you want to share with the group? 651 okay. Now, I'll kick things off. One of, I think, the most underrated shows of 2019 was a little show on Netflix that was called Tuca and Birdie. Nobody knows it. (laughs) Very underrated. And I'm really sad that it did not get the love it deserved because unfortunately, Tuca and Birdie was not renewed for a second season on Netflix. So we'll only have this one season. Now, this is an animated show that debuted back in May and it features the voices of comedians Ali Wong and Tiffany Haddish in the starring roles. Tiffany Haddish plays Tuca, the toucan, and then Birdie is played by Ali Wong. They're basically... Two friends in their 30s. They also happen to be anthropomorphic birds. Okay. And it's their trials and tribulations through life, through relationship, through friendship. Mm -hmm. And it tells these really human stories. And they're also told by talking toucans. I mean, y'all should go watch because I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. It's really delightful. There's 10 episodes. It's on Netflix right now. So you can watch all 10 episodes of it. And I'm sad that it didn't get renewed for another season. So this is up there with the new animations. Yes. Like Big Mouth and Yes, Big Mouth. I'll I have, love that show. I, I, I have to say, um, I've watched a few episodes of Disenchantment, and it's kind of good, actually. Disenchantment, but I don't right. think I don't know that it's, that people, a lot of people are watching it and talking about it. Well, again, okay, <laughs> so underrated, not yeah. a lot of people watching Disenchanted. That's the new Matt Groening. He was the yeah. creator of The Simpsons and Futurama. That's his Netflix show, and uh, it's good. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it. I think the, the episodes that I did actually watch were actually good. Actually, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. 
I need to go back and watch that. <laughs> I okay. So I, here's why this is a difficult conversation for me to have with people. Yeah. And if and and I like how you did it to pop culture things instead of just shows. Um, I am a person. I <laughs> I go and comb through Netflix for like old shows that I didn't get to watch when I was younger. You're an archivist. <laughs> so for yeah. example, so for example, Sonny, something that is old school. That you've watched in 2019. So why don't you share a treasure, a treasure that you have uncovered in 2019 that may be from the past, but going into 2020, we need to go and check it out. I've been watching this on repeat. Please don't judge me. It's a movie called Paid in Full. And it's a movie about it's it's these guys, they're drug dealing. Yeah. And the guys, it's like he's a good guy and he's working at this cleaning. He's working at the cleaners at the beginning of the movie. And I love it. I love this movie so much. I saw it when I was younger. And now that I see, you know, when you see it as an adult, you see all these little secret pieces and things that make sense. Yes. And um, so he's at the cleaners and the other drug dealer guy comes in and he's like looking down. I'm like, hey, you're going to be working here forever and, and you're not going to make any money. And it's just it's just, just such a good movie. And he explains in the movie basically who... Like you know how you see the the videos today, and it's like they 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 got the strippers and the money, and yeah. and the, you know somebody's the man, and he said basically the movie is like that's where they got that from, and so that's why I like that movie because it like it like gives you a proposed idea of where like video and hip hop culture comes from. Yeah, well, so and, this is a throwback. How yeah. when did, when did this when did Paid in Full come out? I don't even know Holly, but I know it's <laughs> I know it's from back in the day, and well, I, and uh, both no 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 I couldn't even name all the uh, Mackay Pfeiffer is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cameron he's another rapper that's in it, and I've just been watching it on repeat. I watched Bad Boys. Um, I am I am I'm not the person Holly. You're the person to go to for new shows because I'm definitely gonna check check out. Is it Tuka and Birdie? Tuka and Birdie. Yeah, I want to check that out, and I do. I also another one that I wanted to get into, and this is only by Twitter. And I think it's because you said it ended. There's a show called Watchmen. <gasps> and they said it's just a, they, at first it was just like, you think it's just this really good show. And it's like, no, it's like, it's like it's got social commentary and it's, oh, yeah. it's talking about all these difficult things, but they're doing it in like an entertaining way. So that's a show too that I would like to check out. But I feel like I didn't hear anything about it until it was like the last episode. Yeah. Well, it's all done now. So <laughs> to set, we're talking about underrated pop culture moments of 2019. Things yes. that we loved that we felt like didn't get enough love this yes. year. And Watchmen got Got some love. There a was, little bit. There yeah. was low-level buzz about Watchmen, but right. to set up that show, so Watchmen is based off of a graphic novel. Okay. So it's based in the comic book universe. The graphic mm-hmm. novel Watchmen came out in the 1980s. Okay. And it was a big to-do because it was taking superheroes in a very dark place. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. And it yeah. was telling <laughs> some dark stories with social commentary, too, mm-hmm. attached to that. Well, the TV show Watchmen takes place in that same timeline, but in 2019. Mm-hmm. And... Helps to have read the graphic novel, but it's not essential okay. because coming into Watchmen, you're like, okay, well, what are they going to do? Right. Because the story was kind of wrapped up. Well, they tell such a phenomenal, complex, riveting story in Watchmen. Now, it wasn't universally beloved, the show, but I don't care. I don't really care. But I, but I, but I, I loved it because watching every week, they tell a story that has so many different layers. Yeah. There's the superhero layer. There's the social commentary mm-hmm, layer. Mm-hmm. There's the history layer. Mm-hmm. There is just the sweet action layer mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. people being bad bleeps. Mm-hmm. Now, the show stars Regina King. She mm-hmm. plays a character named Angela Akbar, And there's a mystery surrounding her. Uh, she is... Uh, there are things that happen to her. I mean, I don't even want to give it away. I was going to don't give too much No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so she starts that. But it takes place within the world of Watchmen. So we do get some of the characters that were in the original comic book series. 
I can't even explain it. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why here at my talk, we didn't talk about it too much because mm-hmm. there's so much going on with that show. Mm. But they told a fantastic story and it's the whole thing is streaming right now on HBO. So if you have access to an HBO account, you can watch the whole thing. Okay. Okay. And okay. I see that it shows up on a lot of people's best of the year list. Yeah. Too. yeah. I've been noticing that the past week. It was totally kind of, worth it. It was like the beginning of the year. I, I heard Watchmen, Watchmen, Watchmen. And then it kind of faded away. Yeah. And then last couple of weeks. It was like, oh my God, did you see? I'm like, this, this, I don't like that. I don't like that it was kind of like lukewarm and then now you should have been watching it. Where yeah. was all the commentary in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because, and I will say that, Sonny, about Watchmen, is that the story went in all these different directions that I wasn't expecting it to at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it sets you up. Now I want you to watch Watchmen and I want you to do a book report every week because I want to see <laughs> okay. your interpretation of it. But, but it's just it's it's just storytelling at its best. And I feel like it didn't get the love that it deserved when it came out this fall. I want to talk about why some of these shows aren't getting the love. Yeah. I, I, sometimes I feel overwhelmed with what to watch. That's why. I feel super <laughs> overwhelmed and I feel like we're missing these these really good shows and then we have to do the office thing where we go back and, <laughs> and watch. And it's like, what was I doing? How could I possibly miss this? And I just think there's just like a new show and a new this and a new that. And there's so much. Yeah. There's just so, I think so that's, much. I think, so if you did miss some stuff, don't feel bad. It's, yeah, don't we, feel we bad. We do this for a living. And Abby, <laughs> did you have something that you thought was underrated in 2019? Is there a miss? Are there a hidden gem that we don't know about? I mean, I watched Working Moms. Oh, tell us about that. Oh, I heard about that. Great. It basically it's a voice for all the moms that are at home crying while their babies go to sleep, making jokes that are kind of inappropriate (laughs) but totally effective. It's great. There's two seasons I think are out right now. It's real good. Where can we find it? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, it's a Canadian show. Oh, eh? Yeah. Yeah, Okay, that's kind of nice there. (laughs) Working Moms. So that's a show that's under the radar, too. All right. Well, we have some things to watch. Uh, By the way, uh, we did get an email from somebody who said that Bella Thorne's poetry is underrated. Okay. She writes books. Poetry. Did she get offended early this year by Oprah or something like that? Somebody heard her feelings or said something and... I don't know. I don't think that's I, okay. I don't okay. know whose feelings got hurt. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a lot to keep track of, Sonny. Yeah. <laughs> got to write it down. Right, right. Somebody, somebody somewhere out on the internet probably got their feelings hurt. I'm just going to make the assumption. But okay. go watch Tukin Birdie, Watchmen, Working Moms, little hidden gems that you can find from 2019. All right. Well, we got to take a break. And when we come back... If we haven't had enough drama. Right. If we haven't had enough drama already. This story that Sonny has for us is very peak 2019. Mm -hmm. Talking about a lot of things that we've been talking about here at My Talk 1071. Stay tuned and hear all about it when we come back. I mean, we could complain about ice homes on the street all segment long. We're not going to do that. We're going to talk about some more drama. Some peak 2019 drama that has been unfolding. And we're talking about it on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. My name is Holly. Sonny's here. Abby's here. Colleen and Bradley. Bradley's on the morning show. Colleen's taking a couple days off. So we're in the in-between. We're hanging here. (laughs) Uh, But Sonny has a story that she brought to us, which is really just 
peak 2019 yeah. in many different ways. Yes. So tell us about this. <laughs> okay, so uh, up and coming uh, rapper DaBaby. I love him, by the way. Just wanted to put that out there for common knowledge. <laughs> um, but he just went on a podcast called Lip Service. And um, both the hosts, Angela Yee and Gigi McGuire, they discussed... Uh, losing their virginity and how they lost their virginity. Mm. And the co-host said that she basically lost her virginity by hunching or dry humping. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't... Nope, um, that's not the way that works, but that's what yeah, a conversation Okay, thank you. Wait a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's whoa. not how that works. Whoa. whoa. No, it's not the way it works, Um, but that's no. where the conversation was. And so... The baby says, well, if that's if you consider that losing your virginity, then I lost my virginity at four or five years old. And he basically goes on to describe the scenario or the situation of where him and his brothers were hanging out at the house and there were some girls there. And basically he did a bunch of things that five year olds don't do to one of these ladies who were considered an adult. We don't know the age because the baby never actually he does he says that he said nah she was grown <laughs> the mm. way he when he's talking mm-hmm. about it but he doesn't give an age and i think this conversation is very important because for this guy he's very very um i'll just say he's very masculine very um braggadocious you mm-hmm. know um the typical um uh a personality for somebody who's up and coming in hip hop. Uh-huh. Uh, he fits it. He fits the bill. And I like him. I, I think he's got he's got lyrics. He's very talented. But for someone to be in his position and to be open about this. And he says the, the this is how he explains what the woman did. He said the bleep are Kelly'd me now mm. that I think about it. Mm. And mm. For, that is traumatizing but, right there in itself. And then for me, what hit me is when he says now that I think about it. Sure. That for me is like, dang, he's he's been sitting on this experience and now he's just like he you can tell he's just processing this the situation to even label it like this. But for me, I grew up with hip hop in the nineties, very braggadocious, very masculine, very don't share your feelings or your vulnerability. And for him to switch the turn the tables and and talk about it um in a way that we don't normally talk about it. When we talk about me too, it's usually men who are secretly abusing women and we don't talk about it when women are abusing um, men. And I I think I was talking to my fiance about this scenario about, I think it was a movie with Denzel Washington. I think it was called a- Antoine Fisher. Yeah. And how the woman in the movie was the abuser. And we don't talk about that. And so I, I applaud him for number one, being vulnerable um, because I don't know. I just feel like when I see men in male dominated industries and on their rise, right when they choose to be vulnerable, sometimes I could take the whole career out. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think this would be, Something that would knock him down to me. I think this is being brave, and I and I like that he's because my my nephew loves him, and he brought the story to me. Mm. He brought the story, so I so to me to see to know that the next generation of hip hop artists can still be braggadocious and still be vulnerable, that they can have these multifaceted personalities about them. That's why this story stuck out to me because um, you don't see that. You don't see that level of vulnerability. I don't know that I would have said something like this in this conversation. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's a yeah talking about. About being sexually assaulted yeah. in this conversation. I mean, that, that takes a Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A lot of vulnerability mm-hmm. for anybody. For anybody. For anybody. Yeah. But to me, it's like, man, this to me, I, I think he should be applauded. I do. And yeah. um, because this it just I just don't I'm not used to seeing this level of vulnerability in the hip hop community. I'm just and usually if I do, it's usually after they've had their young, wild sowing of oats. And usually they're on the other end of it. And like you young cats need to get it together. Yeah, that's usually when I hear <laughs> them being vulnerable and to be on this side of the conversation. And while you're on the uprise and and to be able to be honest about that. And then I this is the biggest piece for me. I think he's letting other young boys know, hey, this isn't okay. That's the biggest thing to me for this is they're like the baby. What he's sure. he's been put in this vulnerable position. He's the baby. That couldn't happen to him. And for young men to be able to say, oh, this happened and this is not okay, and to be able to tell their people this is not okay. So I, I just this that story stuck out to me this week. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, and having these kind of things, and and hopefully that's the direction that we're moving towards in all conversations where it's like when people in positions of cultural power have that ability to be vulnerable mm-hmm. you can set an example for other yeah. people yeah because he 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 and with all due respect he could have kept this to himself he has no obligation yeah uh to to share this story so to me to be in that position and then in the position that he did i'm just i'm i'm there's a lot of conversations that happened this year in hip-hop around sex and virginity mm-hmm. and and he i zone the right side of this conversation <laughs> i'll say because i'm still tripping off what t i said a couple of weeks back oh mm. you know what did t i say a couple of weeks back uh, I'm, oh no oh yeah uh-huh. we were oh uh-huh. that that conversation mm-hmm. yeah. about his daughter mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, i do i like about that i like that i like these that we're having these uncomfortable conversations because I do think that silence empowers the abuser. And so um, not that I'm like, he's got to find this person and, and go get her. But I do like that he's in this position. There's tons of young men that are watching him. And for number one to show, you can be as powerful and successful as little baby and the uh, baby. That's two different rappers. <laughs> I just want you yeah. to know. All right. There is, because we're talking about the baby. Yes. 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 He was just on Saturday Night Live. And then there's another rapper called Lil Baby. We are not talking about Lil Baby. We're talking about the baby. But I'm just, it's refreshing. It's, 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 I'm, I am happy to see this happening in hip hop. I'm happy and I'm glad and I'm really excited to see how much healing can come out of this. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. Cause he is, he, he does, I don't know. He don't, he doesn't come off to me. He comes off to me like a guy that's got it made. I mean, we all know as humans, especially here, Colleen and Bradley, that, that, that can possibly be the case. Mm. But I'm, I, I do like that just with the whole conversation around me too. And yeah. guys got a me too, too. Yeah. 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 Even in hip hop, they got a me too, too. So, mm-hmm. so that's, I, I, this was a very, it was uncomfortable when he, like reading it like oh i don't want to hear about somebody else's trauma because it is traumatic because then you think about your own trauma yeah that's why the the phrase trigger warning exists because it is it's like you're just listening to this podcast and all of a sudden you're like oh we're going in this area right 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 but these conversations are important and they're powerful to have and i think we've seen how important it is to have these conversations concerning sexual assault, the Me Too movement, all of these things. And and the dialogue is continuing to happen. You know, he said, DeBaby said that 
he was quote unquote R. Kelly. Well, we're getting a follow up right to surviving R. Kelly, right. the docu series. The follow up, I believe, is going to be airing. It might even start sometime later this week. Mm-hmm. But the whole reason that case broke is because the documentary Surviving R. Kelly aired on Lifetime, and it had. A trajectory where the right person heard those stories being right. told by those victims. Because it was, it's a lot of stories. It's a lot of stories. And it's been pretty much an open secret for decades. But the right person heard that story. And through telling that, mm-hmm. then we've gotten to the place where we are now. I'm still so, tripping it. How did nobody say nothing when he married Aaliyah? Well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. The story has been around for decades. Mm-hmm. But hopefully with baby. Somebody may have heard that story. Yeah, and, so, and somebody can stand up for himself and say, this ain't right. That's the it. baby said it ain't right. Exactly. Exactly. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got your crazy, stupid idiots. <laughs> They're never in the in-between. <laughs> People are crazy and stupid all the time. We'll be right back. And now back to your regularly scheduled program here on the Colleen and Bradley show. <laughs> Here at MyTalk 107.1, streaming at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. My name is Holly. Sonny is here. Abby is here. Colleen and Bradley are out today. Bradley's in the morning show. Colleen's taking a couple of more days off until we get to 2020, which, by the way, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Mark your calendars, folks. <laughs> but in the meantime, between time, let's get to our crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. Oh, baby, Crazy Stupid Idiots. They are dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly (laughs) over and over again, often in the times in the state of Florida. 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 Ooh, that was hot. That's hot. My choir teacher is cringing. Put that on my SoundCloud. (laughs) Hey, I'm proud of that. Choir teacher, whatever. We like you, choir you teacher. You judgy Shout ears. Out to you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like some of the stories in today's crazy, stupid idiots we've already talked about, but we're in the in-between time. The in-between time being that in-between time between Christmas and New Year's where we don't even know what day of the week it is. <laughs> and uh, page six is just talking about bikini bodies. Right. They're just like, we're going to go and look through people's vacation photographs on Instagram and we're going to make a whole story about it. I don't care about Brooks Shields in a bikini, <laughs> but I do care about this guy. Okay. This story was first published Back on Halloween of this year. So this story is a couple months old. I swear we've talked about this, but I, you know, we got to talk about a guy named Michael. Michael lives in the UK and Michael's a crazy, stupid idiot because he was caught doing something real dumb. He was in the parking lot of a pub in the UK okay. and somebody saw him with his pants down and his bum up in the air because Michael was in the missionary position on top of a pile of leaves. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Because apparently Michael was trying to have sex with a pile of leaves. And he admitted as such. Now, I know you're thinking, how does that work? <laughs> Your stunned silence. I think like he that. was thinking, how does that work? Because otherwise, <laughs> he wouldn't have been caught. <laughs> <laughs> he had his trousers down. According to employees at the pub, we could see his bum. And he was trying to have sex with a pile of leaves. 
When he was caught, he leapt. <laughs> Thank you. All right. When he was caught, he leapt up, pulled up his pants, and then crouched down in the bushes where he was found by authorities. Now, if you're asking, was Michael sober when he did this? Here to tell you he was not. <laughs> he allegedly was on a cocktail of booze, weed, and cocaine. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. When he was having relations with the leaves. Mm. Uh, he couldn't explain his behavior to the court. He's embarrassed. And he has no desire to return to the parking lot. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> or anybody come. else too, Pooh? <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody wants you to come back. <laughs> no. I just, you know. I feel like crazy, stupid idiots needs. Uh, <laughs> like, we. I need some prelude. I need some. What was going what on in this person's life? I don't. That landed you here. Do we want to know that story? Sometimes, yes. <laughs> Not all the time. Sometimes, nope. Close that story and don't never open it up again. I think. That but I, I, I frequently wonder. Like you know the movies where they sh- like right when they start the movie they show you the big bad thing that happens the peak of the movie. Yeah. And then the and the entire movie is basically explaining you how to get there. Crazy stupid idiots. I I would like that. <laughs> Crazy it was, stupid it was idiots. A normal day. <laughs> it was a normal day. When Michael was thirsty and he found himself at the premiere in in the in the UK. <laughs> you could have put him in thirst traps <laughs> if he's not a celebrity. Well, yeah, he's not a celebrity. And thank God for that. <laughs> I think I'm always baffled by people's horniness. Just flat out. I agree with you. I just agree. flat out. I agree with you. And <laughs> and and how they process it. The yeah. horniness doesn't shock me. We're humans. It happens. Yeah. It's the processing. You couldn't process that at home, homie? That's I I I agree with you so much and I and whenever we tell these stories I'm always like the desire is not bad. It's what you did with the desire. That's what concerns me. That is some knowledge. That is, that is some <laughs> the, knowledge. The, the, the desire—it's very natural. This, yeah. this is this is not where things went bad. It's or, what you did with the desire. Or even if you have a leaf fetish, if that's your thing, because everything is a thing if you try hard enough. Right. I think that's one of that's one of the rules of the internet, and I can't. It's like rule thirty-six. <laughs> I'm probably getting it wrong, but there is a rule of the internet. If it exists, porn have porn has been made of it. <laughs> It's been used in porn. It has been used in porn. <laughs> Even food. Even, well, I mean, that's a whole thing. It is. That is a whole thing. But anyways, let's move away from that story. Oh, it, it feels sad after hearing these, some of these stories, too. Well, yeah, you do. But then again, Sonny, like you just said, people have a choice. Yeah. On how they want to act yeah. on all of those urges. Yeah. I mean, just go to your backyard and rake some leaves and, and get to town. <laughs> Get to, to just, you know, do your thing. Let's go to a Burger King. <laughs> okay, let's go. Uh, people are not getting busy in the Burger King bathroom. Not like Shang-Chi said in the Humpty Dance. That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we have something that happened with a guy named Daniel. Uh, okay. Daniel was in Clearwater, Florida. Surprise, surprise. This is where a lot of the <laughs> our crazy, stupid idiots come from. Mm-hmm. They happen in Florida. Mm-hmm. Clearwater, Florida, the home of Scientology. Uh, Daniel was working for Grubhub. 
Uh, Mm -hmm. that, you know, Grubhub is where you get to order your food online and they'll deliver it for you. Pro tip, fast food at Grubhub is not the best because it's a little cold sometimes by the time that it gets to you. And, you know, one of the joys of fast food is that it's hot and fresh. Right, right. It's hot and fresh. I'm going to wait. I'm going to cook a stew. Exactly. (laughs) If I want to wait, we're going to the crock pot. Right. Not going to get Burger King. Well, anyway, so Daniel, he's working for Grubhub. Okay. And he stopped at Burger King to pick up an order. But apparently that order was not ready for pickup when Daniel got to the gr- got to the Burger King. Excuse Uh-oh. me. And when he was told he had to wait for the order, Daniel allegedly walked outside and picked up a three foot in height hard plastic ashtray and swung it at the restaurant's front door. So one mm. of those big the things that, that, that they sit outside yeah. for the yeah. drive-through, right? Because yeah, for the drive-through. Because for a second, I was like, "How is an ashtray three feet high?" <laughs> it's the one that they got outside. It, it mostly all the drive-throughs of any chain has that that one <laughs> lowly ashtray. Yeah, <laughs> just and then it's the ashtray of shame. Because then it's in a place where everyone has to see you, and you have to be outside. Right. Uh, right. Anyways, and sometimes it has food in there. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. So he picked that big old thing up. Yeah, and he swung it at the restaurant front doors. And then he struck a male employee in the chest with the ashtray. So he didn't want the Burger King is what it sounded like, because I don't know what he thought was going <laughs> to happen after that. Thank you. Well, then another worker told Daniel that he had to leave. And then he allegedly swung his left hand and struck her on the right cheek, leaving hey. a red mark. I just Look, I appreciate Daniel's dedication to getting the Grubhub order on time. But here's the thing. Do not assault the employees at the restaurant. Right. It's okay. There is an unspoken rule when you're ordering Burger King from Grubhub. You are that desperate to That's order desperate. Burger King from Grubhub. You pretty understand desperate. the unwritten contract is it's going to be lukewarm. Right. Your lettuce is going to be a little soggy. Right. And your Coca-Cola thing is going to be a little flat. We got to understand that these food delivery services have not been in business as long as the pizza people. Yes. The pizza people <laughs> got this under. That's why you can get a hot pizza. The, the chances of you getting a hot pizza is a lot higher. Yes. Because, you know, they just started the delivery thing. Like, maybe like four or five years ago, something like that. Yeah. So you got to know. And also... That's just when you order delivery, you understand, at least I understand that it is my sloth that is ruling out (laughs) of everything. Right. Like I can't put on pants. (laughs) So I'm going to order in. That is the tax that I pay. Basically, That is that I am willing to have a little bit of lukewarm food in order to keep my embarrassing pajama pants on with the cat and the dog faces and maybe the hole in the crotch. Like that's just the deal that we're doing. So Daniel, you don't have to assault people if your food's not ready on time. We understand. We understand. By the way, Daniel was arrested by police on a pair of misdemeanor battery counts. He's being held in the county jail in lieu of a thousand dollar bond. And the judge has ordered him to stay away from the Burger King and have no contact with the victims. Have you guys ever done a crazy, stupid idiots like restaurant edition? Because that's got so much content. I'm just I'm I'm concerned about the health and well-being of people who work. In, <laughs> this ain't the first one I heard about people assaulting people because their food wasn't right. And I'm like, it wasn't like this when I was younger. No, <laughs> it wasn't like this. It like, wasn't. I remember the biggest story in fast food was like the lady who went to McDonald's and the coffee was spilt on her and she sued. And like that was the wildest that I had heard. Oh, that's a whole story in and of itself. <laughs> right? Like that's the wildest. I heard. Yeah. Now people are just we gotta stop abusing the fast food people. They're yeah. doing the best that they can. There was things in the 80s with Denny's. 
Yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. I do remember. Yeah, with Denny's. But even still, we haven't heard anything about Denny's. Looks like people at Denny's know how to behave. Maybe they figured it out. But let's 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 be nice to our local (laughs) fast food people. I just want to send out a public announcement because it seems seems like it's like a very very dangerous job to work nowadays. And I say that because my kid works in fast food, and she's like, "Mommy, I just don't understand why people are so upset when they can't get their orders." I'm like, "Baby, this is just motivation to get a better job." Hold on to it, sweetie. We've all, <laughs> we've if, all been we, there. Yeah, I was going to say, if there's any consolation to your daughter, you can say with confidence, honey, we've all been we've there. All been we there. have all been there. That's, oh. why, that's why you guys work there now. <laughs> She's going to yes. hate me. Yeah. That's all right. Take care of the fast food workers. Though. Yes. That was the point of today's too. The moral of the story. (laughs) In conclusion. Uh, All right. So that's Crazy Stupid Idiots for this afternoon. Ooh, when we come back. Oh, boy. We're playing the throwback live at 245. We're keeping things, uh, the ship nice and steady here on the Colleen and Bradley show while we're in the between. But we are going to have a battle. Now, I don't know if this has ever happened before. It's going to be Sonny versus Donnie. I'm very intimidated. Do not be intimidated. At all. Okay. So okay. it's Sonny and Donnie on the Throwback Live at 245 here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. How would you like to come home to a bartender who will fix you any cocktail you want? I'll have an old-fashioned. I'll have a margarita. Now you can with the Bartesian Home Cocktail Maker. Bartesian is a sleek machine the size of a coffee maker that makes premium cocktails at the touch of a button. Choose from over 50 different cocktails, from classics to the most exotic premium cocktails served in the best bars today. You'll always get freshly mixed, perfectly balanced cocktails with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. And now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever at bartesian.com bartender. Entertaining? The Bartesian is ideal for parties. No need to stock all kinds of individual mixers for complicated recipes. Every guest gets the cocktail of their choice in seconds. The Bartesian makes a wonderful gift for anyone who loves a fine premium cocktail. Now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever. It's available right now, only at bartesian.com slash bartender. That's B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N dot com slash bartender for Bartesian's best deal ever. Only at bartesian.com slash bartender.